Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I, um, I get so annoyed with the Pittsburgh public schools. Every day it's different drama. Now they're begging for bus drivers. What are they, 400 short? They can't transport, what is it, 8,000 students don't have a way to get to school? Nice. Great plan. What else? They're 8,000 computers short. Uh Uh-huh. 8,000. So they passed out 20,000 computers. They can't find 8,000. I'm not kidding. What else? thousand kids that wanted to learn this summer that wanted to catch up because they didn't catch up are sitting at home right now because the teacher said i don't want to teach nah what else in many cases whether you want to hear this or not is irrelevant it's important though african-american school kids in the pittsburgh public schools are roughly three to five years behind in grade level of kids in rural schools, Upper St. Clair, Mount Lebanon, Fox Chapel, North Hills. You don't want to hear it? It's your business. I'm just keeping it real. I get so distraught for the parents who care, for the kids who care, because they are up against it, man. And the story never changes. Uh, look, ma'am, I get so annoyed with so-called leaders like Ricky Burgess last week, the city council member, who said, we believe that the achievement gap has reached emergency urgent levels. The achievement gap for African-American students in Pittsburgh in the public schools is almost debilitating for these kids. Really? Hey, Ricky, why did you go to Central Catholic when I did? Why? Why did Ricky Burgess go to Central Catholic? Riddle me this. Because the Pittsburgh public schools have been that bad for that long. We're talking 40 years, man. 30 plus years anyway. And now Ricky Burgess says, we have an education emergency. Spare me the drama. Just the facts, ma'am. I I had to grab someone I trust and, and a true insider who has true insight and understands the process, and I had to throw this at him. James Fogarty with the A-plus schools. James, good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing well, Marty. How are you? All right, man. I grew up in Pittsburgh, and when I was a kid, James, the public schools in Pittsburgh were awful. When I was a kid, 
My parents, we were poor, man. We had no money. But my father worked extra jobs so I could go to Central Catholic. That dynamic, sir, has not changed in 35 years. Has it, sir? Has it? I mean, I think if you look at the results, we this is not, you know, the the gap in outcomes and opportunities for black and brown kids in the city have not been has been there for a long time like long before this crisis of covid long before um my arrival in pittsburgh in 2008 um and you know as an organization as a parent with kids in in our pittsburgh public schools you know i see it as my duty my job to try and build hope around what's possible right looking at schools from across the region and even within the city that are doing well right yes, by yes, black sir. and brown kids because yes, i hear you i hear you marty i i too can get to that place of being distraught <laughs> you wow. know um when i look at sort of all of the challenges facing our schools especially with the idea of us opening next year right uh you know will this transportation shortage increase chronic absenteeism sure Will it decrease, you know, and some of the things we got we to gotta look at is like, you know, there was one study done in Woodland Hills. They changed the bus routes from yellow buses to Port Authority. Kids actually showed up more. Nice. Because they, um, they had more options, right? So if you showed up late and you missed the yellow bus, there wasn't really any excuse not to get to school because you had a Port Authority bus pass. Like, so there may, be, there may be some silver linings here. I'm not saying, look. I, I'm trying to be an optimist here. No, no, but you're an honest guy. Hey, James, <laughs> this is why I love you, man. You always speak the truth as much as it hurts you to tell the truth. Right. Um, you know, Ricky Burgess went to Central Catholic for a reason. You know, you, you know, the union president of the Pittsburgh Public Schools, all of her kids went to school in Wexford, in Cranberry, for a reason, sir. And more than half of the teachers, more than 70% live outside the district and their kids don't go to the Pittsburgh Public Schools for a reason. What message does that send, sir? We don't send our kids here. What message does that send, sir? Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> it's not a good one. You know, I, I, I understand that folks want to live where they want to live, yep. and I'm not, I'm not trying to tell people, but we shouldn't then deny options to black and brown families That's either. Right. That's right. Right? Like, um, women, right. especially, you know, there's a case out of Michigan, there was a case out of Texas of folks you know, claiming addresses in other districts so their child could have a better shot. That's right. Um, getting arrested and going away because they couldn't afford a house true. in that district. Like, that's I can't. That shouldn't happen. That's, obs- like, that's we, disgusting, That's fixable, Jay. right? That's disgusting. Right? Like, we could, we could fix that and, and figure out how districts could just move money from the site of residence to uh, a place where the family would want to send their child to school. Right on. Um, um, Free reign. You want to go to Mount Lebanon? Bam. You're in. Here's your yeah, bus if pass. there's space and there's an opportunity where we could make space, if the funding came along with the child, like I think we got to start talking about these opportunities today. Because the urgency for look, I'm working on long-term change in a couple schools and trying my best to say, hey, we get it. The plans that have been made in the past didn't include teachers, didn't include students, didn't include families. We're going to include you. We're going to make sure we're meeting your vision. We're going to like build trust. That takes time, right? And too many families don't have time. You only got 12 I agree. years. If you add pre-K, 15 years of your kid in these schools before they're off on their own. Um, and so we've got to figure out options that work that don't decimate 
certain schools so that kids who are in our poorest neighborhoods kind of trapped don't get good opportunities too right, right and that's on. a trick i don't right on. i don't have an easy answer hey how about how about you give them a voucher brother come on man i mean look you know there are <laughs> there are plenty of studies that have shown that that movement has been helpful and there are also studies that have shown no no evidence of improvement or sure. worse that's true <laughs> they've been used it's been misused and defrauded that's right true. you know we always worried about uh people defrauding right so i do believe though that at the very <laughs> At the, at the core of all of this is that a parent is is the child's first teacher and is the greatest advocate for the child. And so no matter, I'm never going to be mad at a parent for saying, look, this school doesn't work for my child. Same. same. And I want a different school. Same. Hey, James, hang in there, all right? Yeah, of course. One of my favorite guests right here. The guy tells the truth. A-plus schools, James Fogarty. Hang in there. We always hear um, the test scores between white and black students and the gap gets wider and wider. So about 76% of, um, of black students graduate from the Pittsburgh public schools. About 97%, 98% graduate from Central Catholic. About 97, 98% graduate from Mount Lebanon, Upper St. Clair, Fox Chapel. The gap is massive. James Fogarty with the Pittsburgh A-plus uh, uh, a+ uh, program and he calls him as he sees him. Hey James, my man, we've been having this discussion for years and years, and, and man, it just gets darker. And I know you want to be optimistic, but they, it doesn't seem salvageable. And most folks feel that way, do they not, sir? I mean, I think there is a there's definitely a narrative in our community um, that is wondering how do we what do we do right. Right. That's right. You know, I think I think there is a certain sense of hopelessness because it seems so insurmountable. It's true. The the challenges, right? Um and I think what I've what I've found um is it's not hopeless. Right? That's like nice. there are schools that are getting eighty percent, ninety percent of black and brown kids reading at grade level. There are schools within Pittsburgh. But hold on, because I agree yeah. with you, brother, but there are also yeah. schools in the Hill District that read at 20% grade level. Yeah, right, that's, right. That's, no, I mean, that look, should be illegal, that's, James. That's James, that's that should it, be right? illegal, man. Right. I mean, to me, look, and we've had, look, there's, there's a great group of advocates, advocates for African-American students in Pittsburgh agree, Public Schools. They filed a suit in 1992 wow. about these issues, right, um, led by the late, great Dr. Barbara Sizemore. I mean, they did the work to hold the district accountable. And now, you know, we're at this, there was a Human Rights Commission report just two years ago that showed where we are. Um, you know, I, I think it's going to take all of us getting involved, right? Like, I, I'm, of, I'm of the mind, I can, I can understand people wanting to walk away. I'm urging Listen. people to do the opposite, right? If you're worried about that school in the Hill, either, you know, get together with folks and think about how we could start a new school, <laughs> or work work with those principals and work with the administration to get leadership in there to support high quality learning, right? Like we've we've got to stop. I think I think, and I could be wrong. Um, we got to start thinking about improvement. All right, right? All right but, but let me let me keep it real with you. And, and, yeah, and yeah, This yeah. is why I love you. If if there's a problem, and I'm gonna make this personal, in yep. the Mount Lebanon schools, because I go, Certainly. there's 1,200 parents, man at that meeting yep. it's like a damn football game in the pittsburgh public schools i know this for a fact folks don't show up 
more show up for football games, midget football games in neighborhoods than they do for parent-teacher meetings. You got to get parents caring, sir. Well, I mean, yeah, but caring about what? <laughs> I mean, I also throw it, I throw it back to how do we engage families, right? Like, nice. there's so much. If you're disrespected, maltreated, and not engaged with, like, or you're told, you know, you're not doing right by your kids, like, why am I going to show up? Nice. Right? Hey, are and there like, really 8,000 missing computers? Is that true? You know, I'm just reading, I'm reading the same news you are, Marty. Wow. Uh, you know, missing, here's the other thing, though. We know that there's a bunch of students that are leveraging their computers with other outside programming yeah. throughout the district. Yeah. So of that 8,000, I couldn't tell you, because we've got a great group that works with refugee students that's working out of our office right now. They have, all of those kids have their Pittsburgh Public School computers to do this program that's not a Pittsburgh Public School program, but to do an outside program. The district did do a good job with that. But you're right. I don't know. I have no clue uh, where they are, what happened. You know, it could be a case that you have 8,000 today, you get back in the school year, most of them are accounted for because kids get back online, they do stuff, but it could be that they're gone, right? And like to me, the fact is we've got part of what we have to do in terms of transparency and accountability say as a, as a community demand, okay, what happened with those dollars? What happened with those resources? Um, and as we give, as we put out new resources, how do we make sure that they're invested in the right places? Um, I mean, I always look at this example, Marty. Of, hey, man, I, I want you to – could you have time? Can you hang? I can hang for five minutes, yeah. Oh, I can oh, hang oh. for another session. Right, I'm man. sorry if I interrupt other guests. No, no, guests, please, you're I'm my man. Hang. We have these things called commercial breaks, and they're 40 minutes Get long on radio these days. <laughs> hang in, in there, brother. There. I love this guy. I really do. He's important to hear. Marty Griffin, talking about your education at Pittsburgh Public Schools. When I was supposed to go to high school, obviously, the choice was Peabody – or Central Catholic. Uh, we had no money. This is the truth. My father uh, worked two jobs and he went to night school at Pitt. We could not afford to go to Central Catholic. I went to Central Catholic. You know why? Because decades ago, Peabody sucked. Just the truth. Here we are 30 plus years later and we got the same scenario in the school system, which raises the question, can it ever be fixed? And I get so annoyed uh, with uh, politicians like Ricky Burgess. And I like Ricky. Uh, We go way back. In fact, he went to Central Catholic. But when they hold a news conference and say, we are having an emergency, education emergency in Pittsburgh. We are passing legislation so that we can close the achievement gap between Pittsburgh schools and other schools. Come on, man. Stop at the rhetoric. James Fogarty of the Pittsburgh A-plus schools uh, always tells the truth, always speaks the truth. This silliness about we're passing legislation to to improve the education gap. Come on, James. Hey, I mean, you know, look. It's rhetoric, man. Look, certainly, certainly there's rhetoric there. But I think what we've had is a system where the schools have acted alone. I agree. The city has acted alone. I agree. And there's been no communication, partnership um, on an ongoing basis, right? There's been things here and there. Tom Murphy, I mean, look, our organization was founded when Mayor Murphy got uh, the great, late great Elsie Hillman and others together to say, what can be done about our schools? Um, and A-plus schools was created in that moment of crisis. 
you know, um, that was 17 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. James, right? but, but James, come on, man. Keep it real. It hasn't changed that much in 17 years. Oh, you're exactly right. That's why, why I'm changing my strategy, right? What like, is it, though? You, you well, said something like, before you know, the break where you kind of you you got, you, you got a little bit defensive with parents because I said in districts where they show up, the kids perform, and districts where the parents don't show up, they don't. Why isn't it the parents' responsibility? Because at the end of the day, sir, if mom and dad ain't pushing you, turn on that damn light and read. You ain't reading. Not at my house. I, I didn't read unless they turned on the light and said read. Look, parents are a critical part of the education equation. There's no doubt in my mind about that. And how we treat parents in our different systems, whether that be health care, nice. whether that be no, housing. No, you're right. You're right. You know, it's like, why would we, you know, we add all this extra stress for poor people, right? I, I mean, I, I would encourage if anyone ever gets a chance to do a poverty simulation, the folks at Catapult, it's a great lo- local organization, they do one every now and then. You see how hard it is to keep the $5 you've made, right? Sure. Sure. No, you're right. I agree. Take, I agree. When, especially when you're on the lower end. It's I agree. harder when you got less, yeah. right? And as no. someone, someone who's grown up, you know, in poverty, as you said, like, you know, it's, it's harder for your folks. doesn't mean it's impossible, right? It doesn't mean that, like, um, there isn't an option for families. There, there are, right? And, uh, I mean, as our organization works, we work to try and you know, get parents the information they need to make good decisions about where to send their kids to school. Um, but hold on. You kind of keep dancing around this. But, but I think you're telling me that you think parents should have freedom of school choice, James, which I believe do. wholeheartedly. They do. Look, look at it. Like, we have how many magnets in this city? Over 60% of the families, black or white, are making choices. White families are just choosing private schools at a higher number True. than black families. But black True. families are choosing charters. I mean, most of our charters are, are black and brown. It's true. You know? It's true. And, 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 and our magnets are the same. It's true. Right? So, you know, what's funny to me is, like, when we talk about choice, it's like we act as if it's, like, either choice or no choice. We already have choice. It's already here. It's been here since the inception of our country. Like... I think what we have to do is start to say, can we increase the number of good choices? I agree. No, right? I love what, and, I love what and, you're talking, man. But but, yeah. but I don't want to lose you here. But so they got two hundred million dollars sitting somewhere they don't even know how to spend. And, and I subscribe to the theory that throwing money at it hasn't worked so far. Is that accurate, sir? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm of the mind if your system is broken, it's like you know if your toilet doesn't flush. You know, and a plumber try, comes out to fix it and it doesn't get fixed. Would you keep calling the same plumber right. to do the nice. same thing? Nice. Right? Nice. You got to fix it. You got to change the system. I think the opportunity is you got two hundred million dollars. What are you going to do to change the system? Right. Like, significantly. Right. Tomorrow. How you staff. How you support kids. You mean there's nothing to say in this in the SR money? You're allowed to give money directly to families. Nice. So they can go get tutoring support. So they nice. can go pay for childcare. Smart. Yeah, you can See, do I love that. your attitude, man. We can we can fix this. Marty, this is the thing. I, I hear you. I'm 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 both angry and feeling the urgency, but like I also know it's not like there's someone coming to rescue us. It's true. We're it. We're it. We gotta <laughs> fix it ourselves. Yeah, you know, man. we made the mess, we gotta clean it up. But because what happens, our, brother, if you don't, yeah. here's what happens. Cities end up with poor people and old people. And that's the damn truth, man. Yeah. And um, rich people send their kids to Shady Side Academy. Yep. And that's yep. not the we way it should better. be. We can do way better. We can do way better. 
and we've got the money to do it. So let's get let's get after it. Marty, keep keep calling me. I'm happy any time to come on and talk education with you. Um, I think we've got there's a good conversation we can have. Let about me how help we you better. do what makes it work. And all you got to do, man, send me any email, any info. I'll jump right in the middle of it. I can get people together. We can help you, man. Just tell me what to do, and I'll do it. Okay. Much obliged. All right, my Much man. Much obliged. Buddy. Thank you. All right, you take care. No, that guy gets it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.